welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast, Vision Through Broken Glasses. And I am your host, Walter Carmichael. And we got a good one for you today. The Master Baker. That's right, the Master Baker. We about to get into some really deep stuff today. But it's also going to enlighten you on, let's just stick to the journey, that many are called, but few are chosen. We'll get right back at it after this. And we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Vision Through Broken Glasses. And I got the good book out. So we're going to set the foundation for this, and then we're going to chop it up. So when I'm talking about the baker, we're talking about, have you ever been into the bakery where they're making fresh breads or maybe grandma? You know, I don't know, maybe, you know, some of us today still know how to make a cake from scratch or make a pie or strudels or you see how some of those bakers do the bread. The process it takes to shape and mold some of these breads, cupcakes, pastries, the work that goes into it is the reason why they can charge a premium for it because they put the work in it. You see them working it, but have you ever watched a baker work the dough? I mean, they're pulling it, stretching it, rolling it, folding it, pulling it, stretching it, rolling it, and folding it. So just imagine if you were that dough, how you would feel, man. It's some powerful stuff. But what I want to get into, we're going to start something I want to read out of John, the sixth chapter. You know, we're going to jump in there around, I don't know, the 16th verse? Nah, let's do the 26th verse, you know. We're just having a fire child. This is... This is, I'll set it up, this is Jesus talking about he is the, the bread of life, the bread that comes from heaven. And all these people around him saying, oh, you know, if you're from God, then, you know, show us a miraculous sign, you know. And Jesus just giving it to him. So, yeah, I'm going to jump down here. Uh, they were telling Jesus how Moses gave them bread from heaven. And Jesus just had to keep it real with them. He said, <laughs> I tell you the truth in the 32nd verse. Moses didn't give you bread from heaven. My father did. And now he offers you the true, not the fake, not that instant, but the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God, 
is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Now, of course, they were like, you know, give us this bread. But at what point do they actually believe he Mm -hmm. is? That bread. When do they really get that he is that bread? Now, as I was describing earlier, how a baker treats the bread to get it to where before he even gets it into the um, oven. Have you seen anyone beat eggs? You see them beat the eggs, whip the whites. I have you think about Jesus being beaten, being whipped. Think about it. How he was flipped, how he was turned on, how he was stretched on the cross, how he was folded. Everything was done to him. Everything was done to him. Everything was done to him. But there's some things we go through here on this earth where God will try us. And we're going to talk about those trials when we come back from this. All right, all right, we are back, and we're about to get into these trials in Job. I'm going to say Job. Let's go Job 2310. I'll do the King James Version. But he knoweth the way I take when he has tested me. I shall come out as pure gold. How many of you know that in order to make gold, you got to melt something? You got to melt something. So when we're talking about the master baker, he has the dough in his hand. We are in his hands. And Some things that we go through, they don't feel good. We've been stretched. We've been pulled. We've been beat up. But God has not forsaken us. No, 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 no. In order for us to see The final product, we have to go through some tribulation. There is is nowhere in the Bible that says that we won't. Jesus went so far as when he prayed for his disciples before he left. He said, Lord, I don't pray that you take them from the world. No, 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 no. But I pray that you would keep them, protect them. He prayed that the enemy 
would not be able to take them. So he knew as he walked. So when Jesus said, you have to pick up your cross and follow him, meaning you will be persecuted, you will be beaten, you will be lied on, you'll be lied to. There'll definitely be a Judas in the group that's going to do whatever they're going to do to stop you. But did you not notice, even when Judas betrayed him, he had a purpose. So this is for somebody. Your enemies, those, those ones that are talking about you as soon as you leave the room, they have a purpose. Judas helped Jesus get to his destiny. He had a purpose. He, if he was only born for one thing, he was born to help Jesus get to the cross. Now, as you see, your grandma or the bakers, they're mixing the cake mix. They beat up the eggs already. They've preheated the oven. You know how we do. You want to preheat the oven for about 350. You know, you baking from scratch. You know, I don't know, but you know, you you you, you want to, you know, 50, 55 minutes. And you see all those good smelling ingredients that go in there. And when they pour it into the bunt pan, flat pan, or even a sheet, I always wanted to be in the kitchen so I can lick the bowl because the bowl is good. And some people stop in that liquid form because it's good, but it's not great. Right before you get to the fire, right when things start to heat up, it's like, man, no, I don't know about this. Uh, I thought I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't know I was going to be out of my element. I didn't know I was not going to have any friends at this point. I didn't know I was going to be by myself. I didn't know my family wasn't down for the idea. But see, the thing is, you were called for a time and a purpose. Everybody wasn't in that meeting when he gave you your call. Everybody won't understand why you're going through something. Some people actually try to help you get around some stuff. Okay, I have to be honest, tell a quick story. Even when I started my nonprofit, um, I took everything I had and I was just going for it, you know? And I was trying to find every shortcut. Oh man, I'm telling on myself. I was trying to find every shortcut I could find so I could get it done quick. But you know what? God had it to where people would not show up. People would not keep their word in being where they said they was going to be for me or they was going to help me. I literally sat two to three months waiting for somebody to have a meeting with me who never called me back, who never had a meeting, or they always had something to come up. And... In the end, I started from scratch. I started from nothing. I had no idea it was in me. It took me a minute 
But I've learned so much that if I hadn't gone through the process from the bottom, and I'm not at the top yet, but from the bottom, if I didn't go through what I went through, I would have not known what it takes to start a business. The process of doing, oh my goodness, the IRS, oh man, there's so much paperwork, bylaws, man, I wouldn't have known it. I would not have known it unless I went through the process. I wouldn't have known it. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how hot it gets when the Lord puts you in that oven. All right, all right. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We are talking about the master baker. And we're at the point right when (laughs) you're being poured out. Oh, Jesus was poured out as an offering. Mm -mm -mm. So, as you're being poured out into this shape, this mold that you want to be, or this mold God has you in, and he's, he's, he's prepared it. See, he's already prepared this mold, and it's been waiting on you. So, all right, here we go. So, you survived the beating, you surprised, you survived the just 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 all sorts of calamity upon you. And then you make it, you make it into the pan that's made for you. Now you go into the fire, you going into the oven. Just when you was tasting good and you was like, man, I could live this life just like this. Now you're in the fire. God has turned up the heat. And, you know, once you go into the oven, anybody can tell you when you're baking a cake, you can't take it out before it's time. Back in the day, we would stick a toothpick in the cake to see if it was done all the way through because one thing you don't want you don't want to come out too early because if you come out too early and once they set you out what's going to happen to that cake when it comes out too early it's going to fall many of us and I'm guilty I took myself out the oven because I was like Okay, I'm good. I'm ready to run. I'm going to do this thing. Guess what happened? I wasn't ready. And I fell. I fell. And you know, once you come out the oven, the cake that falls is no good. Some people eat it. But now, what has to happen? You got to start all over again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to start all over again. So God will take you right back through the same process to get you ready. Now, being a master baker, we all know 
us that deal with baking that timing is essential to getting the right height browned not you want it taken out where it's still moist and not dry and sometimes depending on where you live at the times it stays in the oven may vary oh that's good there's times that you might have to be in a little longer depending on the altitude. Oh, man. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The altitude you're going may require you to be in just a little bit longer because you want to be fully cooked through. Now, God has gotten you through the fire. He has taken you out to cool. Now, you have to cool. Some of us come out and we hot to trot. We ready to rip and run, even in your business. And then he's like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. But like, no, you're just playing right now. See, you still have not been decorate, decorated. God has still not put the icing on you. See, he took you out. He shaped you. He formed you in his image and in his likeness. When I say the icing on top, I'm talking about the anointing, the anointing, the anointing that he has put upon your life to go out that will draw all men to you, all men to you. So your purpose. So when you come out, be led because God will set you up for someone to see you and pull and see once they see you and say, hey, look, they will point you out. You won't have to point yourself out. They will point you out. But how many times have you gone to a bakery and you've seen something and you look just like, oh, look at that. No, I don't want that. That means they didn't take the time to finish what they had started. And the Bible says, him who started a good work in you shall finish it until the day of Jesus Christ. So he's going to finish it if you let him finish it. And we got to understand that you cannot rush the master. His timing is perfect. He knows when you've cooled and hardened, where he can apply the frosting, he can apply the fruit, he can apply the nuts, he can apply the decorations that make it pleasing to the eye. Mm -hmm. This is why he'll bring you before good men, why you'll, you'll get jobs that you weren't even qualified for. You'll go places that you never, you, you're not supposed to be there. But, the favor of God is part of the icing on the cake, the anointing on the cake. So be not weary in well-doing, because in due season, due season, you shall reap if you faint not. My goodness, my question to you is, what kind of cake are you?
Where in the process are you right now? Are you trying to hurry up and make something happen? Because I've been there and done that. And if you set yourself back, do you quit? Or do you say, you know what, Lord, that's my bad. I messed up. I put my foot in it. And you didn't need my help because you are the master baker. He said in his word, I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He'll make your enemies come to peace with you. I've had people offer me jobs, stuff to do. They didn't even like me. But the favor of God ain't no joke. Let God dress you up. Because whatever God puts on you, no man can take off you. Mm -mm. No man. No man. We can do anything we want in our own power, in our own strength. But when God bless you, no man can curse you. Amen? All right. Well, I hope this blessed somebody today and maybe gave you a new way of looking at things, a new way of like, you know what? That makes sense. But note, Jesus, the bread that gave, God put him through it all. Even, oh, we're going overtime. Even when Jesus was on up at the mountain, and he was praying. And he said, Lord, if it be possible to take this cup from me that I have to drink. See, he was already so close, so close, so close. But he said, nevertheless, not my will. Let thy will be done. And Jesus was decorated way different than any of us would want to be. Before Jesus said it was finished, he was beaten, ripped apart, spit on, cursed at, humiliated before all. But guess what? When he laid his head down and dropped his head before he said, it is finished, it was done. He was done. He was the bread that was given to us all. And many of us, many, many of us will miss that bread because we got our eyes on the world and how they're doing it. Or it's just too hard or it's just, this isn't going the way I thought it would go. Trust God. He knows the way you should go. And he only wants the best for you. Now, his ways and our ways are so different. But you have to understand, 
He can get you where you need to be. And it won't take you as long as you think. But everything has a process. And when the fire is on, what's really in you is going to come out. And that determines how long we stay in. Because he wants to purify us. He wants us sanctified. And when we come out, he don't want to serve his people just anything. When you want God's best. So when we go out to help people, speak to people, talk in their lives, we're bringing God's best. We're representing him who sits upon the throne. We're representing Yahweh, Yeshua. He said he's the great I am, Abba, Father. So we don't go out in our own strength, but we go out. With him that's in us. Yes. So. I pray. That you got something out of this today. And that. um, You can put this. Apply this to any aspect of your life. Because I guarantee you. You're cooking somewhere. Now. (laughs) I didn't even talk about. Well maybe you made the dough wrong. Maybe. Maybe the mix wasn't quite right. It came out deformed or whatnot. That's a whole nother subject. But that's just getting down to the the oof, the foundation of being a master baker. And not letting anybody else put their hands in what God is doing. Stay pure. All right. We'll be back in a moment. Okay, we always love to end the broadcast with saying a prayer for anyone out there that needs it. And I just feel as though as we're talking about being in the fire, the pain, suffering and rejection that um, you know we're going through and before I pray I just want you to know that when things are taken or things don't go the way you want them to a lot of times God is protecting us and letting us know that no you don't need that And maybe that's not in his plan. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for the opportunity to come before your people. Father, I thank you for a word that you placed in my heart. I thank you, Father, for the fruit of my lips that I can give you praise and glory and honor. And we acknowledge you as being our God, the creator of all things, the creator of the universe. Because without you, Father, nothing was made that was made. You are omnipotent one, omniscient, omnipresent, most high God. You are our joy, our peace. Oh, you are everything. And without you, Father, we can do nothing. So, Lord, we just lift you up. We magnify you and we give you glory. And, Father, I lift up your people. 
Father, those that are suffering around the world, those who are going through such trials and tribulations, Father, I pray that you would give them peace. Father, I pray that you would restore their joy. Father, I pray that you would protect them wherever they may be. Holy Spirit, you see it all. You know all. Every broken heart, every tear that has fallen. Father, you know these are your children, the sheep of your fold. Father, we pray that you have mercy on us. Father, don't give up on us. Keep us. We are your treasured gifts. We are your treasure. So, Father, I pray your protection. I pray that you will send your angels to those in need. Father, I pray those that lack anything, that you would give them what they need. Give us this day our daily bread, Lord, and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And Lord, know our hearts and our minds, our souls, our bodies, your temple belong to you. Everything we have, Lord, belongs to you. And we know without you, we can do nothing. So, Father, we forever give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor in Jesus' name. And let everybody out there say, Amen. Amen.